how will you know if your stuff is your treasure compared to doing the will of God? Well, think of your most prized possession right now. Take a minute right now. What is your best thing? I'm not sure what it could be. It could be anything. It's different for each and every single one of us. But think of that thing right now, whatever that is to you. I can think of the things right now that are important to me. Now take that thing in your hand and give it away. Could you do that? Whew. That's a tough one. I'm not sure. If the Lord asked you right now, take that thing that's so precious to you, give it away. Ouch. <laughs> There's the test. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Ben Church. Hello, today we're going to be talking about the parable from Jesus found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19. And this is laying up treasures in heaven. Maybe you've heard that before. Don't store up treasures on earth, but store up treasures in heaven. And this was actually, in the other Gospels, is in response to the rich young ruler. And that's a, a young man who was very wealthy, very prominent, uh, coming up to Jesus and saying, uh, Jesus, uh, I want to be saved. What, what must I do? And Jesus said, you know, obey the commandments, the Ten Commandments. And this man said, I, I do all those things every day. And Jesus said, you know, you only lack one thing. And I wish Jesus would say that to me. You only lack one thing. It'd be pretty easy, right? Well, the one thing that this man lacked, Jesus said, go take all your possessions, sell all that you have, and give all that money to the poor and come follow me. Well, this rich young ruler, that was like the biggest slap in the face to this young man. And uh, it hit close to home. That, that hit him right in his, in his heart, cut to the quick. And he was very saddened. And he walked away from Jesus, uh, possibly never to return. We don't know. Some people speculate church tradition is that this, this young man actually turned out to be Barnabas. Uh, others thought maybe he would be Joseph of Arimathea. That's the tomb that Jesus was buried in, belonged to Joseph. But we don't know for sure. There's not a real confirmation. But we do know that this young man walked away from the Lord Jesus because of the things that Jesus said to him. Well, in response to this young man rejecting the call of Jesus Christ, my goodness, think about that just for one moment. Jesus says, I want you personally to come follow me. Now, every example of that in the Bible where Jesus said, come follow me, those were the apostles. Think about that. Maybe this was going to be the man to replace Judas. That's just speculation. But think about this. Judas was the money keeper of the apostles. He kept the money bag, and he actually stole from that money bag. Well, on the other hand, here was this young man who had prominence and wealth and knew how to work finances. And Jesus was saying, come follow me. It was it could have been. We don't know. But I'm just saying the potential was there for this young man possibly to take over the ministry ship, the bishopric, as it's said in the King James, of Judas, the, one of the 12 disciples. But this young man, hearing the words of Jesus, said, let go of your money, come follow me. He walked away greatly saddened. 
and did not fulfill the call that the Lord had for him. I hope we don't do that, right? Well, let's read what Jesus says in response to that young man walking away, starting in verse 19 in Matthew 6. Do not lay up for yourselves treasure on earth, where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now, real quickly, does this mean that we cannot have anything in life? Because that would seem like it basically goes at face value against... America, because <laughs> we we have a bunch of stuff, you know, where we have everything that we could imagine, basically, in this country. And I'm thankful for that. But I don't really think Jesus is saying that, uh, although the, we could glean from that and, and actually apply that in our lives, because maybe those things are an idol to us. Maybe it's taking the place in our hearts that that God should be in. And here would be a good example. I'm going to throw this out here today. How will you know if your stuff is your treasure compared to doing the will of God? Well, think of your most prized possession right now. Take a minute right now. What is your best thing? Maybe it's a diamond ring, a family heirloom that was your great-grandmother's. Maybe uh, it's an awesome rifle, hunting rifle that was your grandpa's. Maybe it's your home. You've put all of your investment into your home. Maybe it's your career. All your time and effort and focus goes on building your career. I'm not sure what it could be. It could be anything. It's different for each and every single one of us. But think of that thing right now, whatever that is to you. I can think of the things right now that are important to me. Now take that thing in your hand and give it away. Could you do that? That's a tough one. I'm not sure. If the Lord asked you right now, take that thing that's so precious to you, give it away. Ouch. (laughs) There's the test. What's more important in our lives? What owns us? Does God own us? Is his will most important? Or the things of this world, our possessions, our real treasure? That's a good test. Think about all the things in your life. Would you give it up? Would you sell it and give to the poor? Would you... Stop doing that thing or give away that possession in obedience to the Lord's call. If you can say yes to that, praise God. If no, then those are the things in your life that you can focus on of releasing to the Lord. Because that's where your heart lies. But the problem is that where our treasure is, our heart it's going to be, that when it comes time to actually follow the Lord, Those things are going to keep us from fulfilling the destiny that God has for each and every one of us. And I don't want to be that. I've got lots of stuff. I've got nice things. I appreciate nice things. And I've been blessed living in this country. I had nothing, not much growing up. I worked hard, overcame a lot, trusted in God. God moved me up in life. I was able to have nice things for my family. I have nice things for myself. I enjoy a relatively comfortable lifestyle. But are those things keeping me from the will of God? Are those idols to me? Is that where my heart is invested? Because at any moment, they could be taken from me, whether through fire or rust or a thief, anything. Those things can be stripped from us. 
I'm reminded of that the other parable that Jesus talks about, where the man, who a very wealthy farmer, uh, he had a very huge bumper crop one year, and he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tear down my barns, and I'm going to build bigger barns, and just store it all up. He had more than he could ever use. Why wasn't he helping others? I don't know. But he was going to build bigger barns. And that night, the Lord came to him and said, you fool. Tonight, your life will be required of you. And then tomorrow, who's going to own all that stuff you worked so hard for and made an idol in your life? I don't want that to be me. I do not want that to be me. I want to release the things that I have for God's purpose. I want God to own the things in my life. And I want my heart to be focused on God because he is my treasure. Another thing I take from this is that as we do good things, as we, as we release the good things in our life to the Lord, and as he directs us, and specifically in this example, Jesus said, go sell what you have, give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. So doing those good, generous things in life actually does store up treasures in heaven. And those things cannot be taken away from us. So think about that. It's not wrong to store up for yourselves treasure in heaven. It's not wrong in any way, shape, or form. It's not necessarily wrong here, although we just have to realize they can be taken from us. We don't really own those things. The Lord does. So we can't be greedy or selfish or covetous about the things on earth, right? Because they're temporary. But we, in a sense, we can want to store up treasures in heaven. We can work towards that. We can treat it as a retirement plan. That's how I want to live. I want to do good things for the Lord and make myself a mansion in heaven to store up those things so that I can enjoy them with the Lord for eternity and with my family, living in heaven and a new heaven and a new earth someday and ruling and reigning with Christ. I want to do good things. I want to store up treasures in heaven because Jesus makes that clear right here in this passage. It cannot be taken away from us. That crown of glory, that mansion, the nice things with no sorrow. Oh, that's what I seek after. That's where my heart is. And if that's where my heart is, God can do big things with me now. He can trust me with finances now because it's not going to take possession of me. He can get resources to me because he knows that I'm going to use those resources to build his kingdom here on the earth to proclaim the gospel around the world, to send forth missionaries and to build up the church of Jesus Christ. I'm not just going to hoard it all for myself. That's a powerful message, I think, and very applicable to the American church. Because in America, our motto is, whoever dies with the most toys wins. But Jesus is saying, that person, (laughs) they really have nothing. They'll have no treasure in heaven because they stored up all their treasure here on earth. So let's pray today together. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, my prayer today is that we would hear your call and not be focused on the treasures of this earth, but be focused of the treasure that comes from doing good works and doing your will here on this earth, of blessing others, of living a blessing lifestyle that we were put on this earth to be a blessing, not just to be blessed for our own sake, but to be blessed to be a blessing. I pray today that we would store up treasures in heaven, that we would release the things that we have here on this earth to your will, 
that when you call us to do something with it, Lord, we would not walk away with hurt or with regret, but we would say, yes, Lord, here it is, and place it into your hands for your glory and for your purposes. That's my prayer, Lord, for me, for anyone listening today, that we would have treasure in heaven and that our heart would be focused on you. Thank you, Lord, for that. I believe that today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, go focus on the Lord today and have a great day. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.